Hey, it's Tuesday. The new episode of Two Degrees Hotter is out. It's my favorite Gen Z lifestyle and self-development podcast. I'm on my way over. Let's listen to the latest episode. Hi. Mwahahaha. Oh, true. That's my evil laugh. <laughs> true, 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 true. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Did it go? Did my evil laugh scare you off? Hope not. Yeah, no one's listening anymore, actually. They all clicked out. <laughs> They're like, ooh, spooky. They're like, I don't realize this was a spooky podcast. Yeah. True crime. And it's not. Gotcha. Gotcha so good. But we are talking about being a villain today, uh, mm-hmm. which is honestly our comedic timing is unmatched considering that last week, if you were listening, uh, we were teaching you how to be a better person. And now we're saying, except for if you want to be a villain, in which case, here's how you do that. Um, we just want to, you know, satisfy everyone's different walks of life. You know, if you want to be a better person, we want to help you do that. If you want to be a villain, we'll help you do that too. <laughs> And part of what we're going to get into in the episode is that being in your villain era really doesn't mean being a bad person. So So stay tuned for what it actually means. Yeah. But the duality on our feed. True. This this is the duality of woman. (laughs) Yeah. It is is, is stark, I will say. (laughs) Um, And we did get on the Zoom wearing the exact same thing. So we are about as cringe as it gets in this moment. Yeah, it wasn't planned in our defense. It would have been ultimate cringe if it were planned for whatever mm-hmm. reason. I don't know why we would do that, but unplanned, just in alignment today, some may mm-hmm. say. We put our villain caps on and we're thinking the same way. <laughs> yep. Us in our little lavender crew neck. <laughs> yeah, nothing says, nothing says villain like a, a lavender recreational dance company crew neck. <laughs> I will say I feel like purple is a villainized color. A lot yeah, of, like not like lavender, like, but yeah, like a royal purple. But like why? Why is it like I that? I think like literally just the Disney. Mm. Like I think a lot of Disney villains were drawn with purple in their like costumes. So listen, Disney, I just want to talk. Yeah. Or we just embrace it. And we, we become purple girlies. Purple villains. <laughs> Purple girlies like are aggressive. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing wrong yeah, with you if you're a purple girly, but like you probably- You mean it. Yeah. You probably like purple a little too much, if we're being yeah. honest. <laughs> I'm like, step one of the villain era, insult a random <laughs> group of women. <laughs> but before we talk about how to be in your villain era, signs that you might be in your villain era- we're going to start with our segments and we'll put in the description the timestamp to skip to if you don't care about us and you just want to hear about Villain Era. Fair enough. That's very villain of you, honestly. Good True. boundary setting. Yeah, <laughs> honestly a slay. Um, but yeah, we can review. So if you've been listening, you know that I had last week off. So we're recording this on... July 10th. Um, and I got the week of the fourth off from my work, which was very generous, very lovely of them. And I didn't do a whole lot. And that was kind of the goal. But I had like the scariest Sunday scariest yesterday, just because I knew 
my inbox would be kind of crazy when I got back. And I just know that like the rest of the month is kind of going to be a marathon. We have like a lot of new people yeah. joining and it's just like a lot to needs to be done in the next couple weeks. Um, and so I had a lot of Sunday scaries. And in that moment I said, why don't I get on class pass and register for a class in the morning? And then I regretted it, but then I couldn't <laughs> get my money back. So I had to go and well, okay, first of all, this isn't the first time this has happened to me. I was the only one. Why does that happen to me so often? Oh my God. <laughs> so I went to this bar class at a new place that I had never tried before. Nice place. I would go back. But um, yeah, I walk in and she's like, so far you're the only one registered. And I was like, <laughs> please. Oh my God. And it's like, I, I'm not saying I don't want a private class. I do think that's like pretty sick to pay, you know, a normal rate, but get like a private lesson. However, it was 7 a.m. on a Monday. <laughs> I wasn't ready to be perceived to that extent, if you know what I mean. Yeah, like, I just wanted yeah. to be a participant. I didn't want to be the main event. And there I was, instructor and me, the only ones. <laughs> um, but it went pretty well. I mean, it was better than the last time this has happened. The last time this happened, it was TRX, which I had never done before. So that was yeah. even, like, worse. Bar, at least I'm pretty good at. So I was like, all right, like, this is fine. Um, and so I did the class and then I was like thinking about it and it is so unfortunately true that exercise really do be helping with mental health because I like woke up and I was like just filled with like such dread. Like I didn't sleep well. I was like, oh, back to the grind. Like, I don't want to do this. Like just full of like anxiety about like opening my inbox and all this stuff. And then I went and like literally nothing felt like a big deal. For like the rest of the morning. Like I was like, oh, I'll just get back. I'll have a little downtime. I'll sign in. I'll slowly read through my emails. Everything will get done. And I was like, literally, who is this new personality? It's crazy how exercise do be doing that for you. Yeah. Yeah. What's the science? (laughs) Is it dopamine? Yeah, now that I'm uh, it's like I think it's endorphins. Like you release like serotonins. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm pretty sure the scientists please sound off, but I'm like I'm pretty sure that's like a proven thing is mm-hmm. that because again back to the legally blonde quote that I used last week exercise releases endorphins endorphins make you happy and happy people don't kill their husband yep so can confirm yeah so that was interesting but yeah it's just funny how that's not the first time that that's happened to me I was like yeah. why did they just cancel <laughs> the insane. class <laughs> I know I like, yeah I felt bad not I was especially... like you're definitely not even breaking even on me right now you know no. but... especially when it's a class pass sign up so it was probably like cheaper than their normal yeah like if you were to just sign up through the studio and also I feel like like it's one thing if that happens at a place where you've been like going to for a while and it's like you have a report the instructor right. and you're like cool we'll just vibe but when yeah. it's like you're brand, brand new. new to the studio, never met this person before in your life, and you're just like, all right. Yeah. You're like, when do I start trauma dumping to them? Is and I'm just like, like crusty. <laughs> like, so, yeah. So, but, I mean, they did get a return customer. Like, I'll go back because I feel like it was nice yeah. that they still ran the class, nice and personalized. I mean, even yeah. when, like, she was talking about when the class is more full, and she's like, yeah, sometimes at this time we get up to, like, seven, and even that's, like, a pretty small class. So I was like, okay, maybe, like, my standards are just off like it's yeah. not a very big studio but um yeah so that was funny and then the only other thing I wanted to bring up from this past week was if you've been following my summer bucket list to go listen to that episode I did achieve one of the items and one of the items was to get back into point shoes so I had a fitting yes. last week I 
like documented the experience on TikTok if you're actually like into dance and want to know more about it. But I just felt very accomplished to have done one of my bucket list items over my yeah. break. I was like, nice, check, sodium and everything. And nice. my first class will be tomorrow. So yeah. wish me luck. Very exciting. I'm excited to hear how it goes. I'm, I'm terrified. To how your feet feel. Yeah, not good. <laughs> not going to be good. <laughs> not yeah, going to be good. No. Um, but yeah. yeah. But once fulfilling. <laughs> yes, certainly. And once you have a better sense of how you like your shoes and everything, like it won't hurt as much because I'll like break them in and whatnot. But like for this yeah. first time back, I'm like, I just got to, I got to go through Suffer. the pain. And no pain, no gain, you know? Yeah, That's it's so say. true. Honestly, that saying probably came from point. I'm sure a yeah. point dancer originated that. Um, have you seen that the TikTok sense. sound that's like, always have to keep your enemies on their toes, unless, of course, your enemy is a ballerina, because that's where they are <laughs> most strong or something like that. It was like <laughs> <laughs> No, that's yeah. so niche. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, something like that. I thought it was funny. Uh, that is funny. Well, I'm excited. I think, I think once you get through the initial shock of being back on point, <laughs> it'll be very fun. I will be cheering you on from the sides. I quit point like early high school and I have never desired to go back on it. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough. I love this journey for you. (laughs) So for my week in review, uh, this actually all happened literally yesterday. This and my favorite happened yesterday, but you know, I'm just excited to talk about them. Uh, I had my first SOA experience, which if you don't know, in Boston in is it in the South End or Southie? Where were we? <laughs> south End. It's okay, like Soa so south of Washington is what it means. Yeah, okay. Um, so it's a like – well, Soa itself, there's like a vintage market. There's um, like art studios. But then they also every Sunday have an open market. Sometimes it's like strictly like farmer's market, produce vibes. Sometimes they'll have like an art market going on as well. So yesterday – at the time that we're recording this, but a week ago now, uh, they had like the full like goods and then some like produce stands at the open market. And I had never been, and I feel like the girlies love a SOA moment. Like that's all I hear the girlies talk about a SOA. And I'm like, I'm feeling a little left out that I've never experienced it. So Anya and I went, it was absolutely scorching hot outside. Uh, just damp the whole time and not because it was raining but it was a good time we got some kombucha Mm -hmm. i got a popsicle that was very refreshing um and we just we bopped around i just i love it i'm so tempted to spend my money we both did really good not spending our money but it's true man is it hard it's only because i knew we were off to spend additional money which you'll get into during your favorite Mm -hmm. um certainly but i was Uh, so confused because i got an email like, so we, when we got the kombucha, it was like a, a square payment thing. And you know how like they yeah. send you your email receipt if you're like emails affiliated with your card. I was so confused because this kombucha place didn't have the same name for their like entity as like the tent did. It was like oh. something health ink. And I was like, what is this? Like, I literally thought that like someone had taken, it was only $5, but I was like, I was like, did someone like take my card? Like, did I lose my card or something like that? Like, I'm so confused. And then I put it together that it was the kombucha. But I felt bamboozled for a second. I was worried. Yeah, I would too. I'd be worried. Huh. Well, now we know if we get kombucha from them again, Mm -hmm. what to expect on the receipt. I'm glad you weren't scammed. Um, 
But yeah, it was good kombucha. So, you know, worth the hassle in my opinion. I liked it. Uh, But yeah, so that was really fun. Definitely recommend if you're in the Boston area. Uh, Ran into my friend that doesn't live in Boston, but I told her about it. And she was like, that sounds right up my alley. So she went. I saw Miss Emily, uh, my good friend and roommate from college. But yeah, and then I do want to just point out, because I know I talked about being in a funk a couple of episodes back, and I don't remember if I actually like confirmed that I'm out of said funk, but I am out of said funk. And I know that because today was a gloomy, dreary day, and I'm not in a pissy mood uh, mm-hmm. this fine evening. So that's when, that's how I can tell if I'm like in a better place. Even I was saying um, to Zach earlier, I went to the gym this morning, and it literally started raining as I was walking in my front door. Like, I just missed, like, I'd gone to the gym, walked all the way back, and was walking in my front door, and that's when all of the rain started for the day. And I was like, you know what? If it had started raining on me, I would have been in a pissy mood <laughs> all day, mm-hmm. but this is a sign that the funk has lifted. So, we're doing better. Summer's here. This week's weather's supposed to be better. Thank God. And, yeah, we're chilling. Yeah. I feel like the... This today's weather, I'm not that offended by because it was so hot yesterday that I'm like, sure, yeah. do your thing. But if yeah. it continues to rain as much as it has this summer so far, I'm moving because yeah. we already get such little time for nice weather and it's not even I know. nice. So, yeah. It's not supposed to rain the rest of this week, I'm pretty sure. So, that's good news. Optimistic, uh, cautiously optimistic, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know? All right, let's move into our favorites. So mine's kind of random. It's called CND Solar Oil. It's a nail thing. (laughs) It might not sound, yeah, the name doesn't really tell you much. But basically, I noticed that I had been having this weird issue with my toenails. Let me just get into my <laughs> toenail issues. We're getting um, so vulnerable. <laughs> you know, I, I like to share, but it, it's not that weird. But basically, I felt like my toenails were very like dry and brittle. Mm. And I had never had that problem before on my toenails or my fingernails, just like in life in general. Like I'd never had like weak nails. So it was kind of weird and out of nowhere. And I'm still trying to figure out if it's like a um, deficiency issue. Like if I need to be taking some vitamin that I'm not or something like that. Um, but I had also read that it can come from number one, wearing the same nail polish for a long time, like doing your toes mm-hmm. and then like leaving it on for like weeks and weeks, which is a thousand percent what I do every time. Yeah. Oh, same. Like I let my toenail chip away like crazy. So yeah. Yeah. So that could be it. And then number two, it comes from wearing closed toed shoes a lot, which I also mm-hmm. do. I, yeah. I'm generally not an open toed shoe girly for the most part, except for like Birkenstocks. But in general, if I'm like, leaving the house and walking around, I always have like sneakers on just because like the ground here is ick. You never know. Yeah. So I don't really know the cause. But anyways, this is like a oil, like a cuticle nail oil that was highly recommended when I was looking into this. And it is literally like the stuff of miracles. Like I used it like three times and immediately repaired. Like I was like, wow. Yeah. It's like really nice. And they call it an oil, but I do feel like it does kind of like dry down because like it doesn't make mm. you just like oily for the rest of the day. Like it does kind of yeah. like permeate a bit and it's not like all over the place. Um, and it was like nine, $9 I got it on Amazon and it's like a, you know, a tiny bottle, like a little nail polish bottle. Yeah. 
But yeah, I guess I've never tried anything of the sort. And I was very impressed at how quick it helped. So you can definitely use it on your fingernails too. But yeah, I thought I'd mention it. Yeah. Well, I also wonder if like dance just generally too. Like yeah, just, for sure. You're dancing so much. You're just putting a lot of – a fun fact about dancers is they have the gnarliest toenails you'll ever see. And just like feet in general. Life. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like – that's why I didn't get a pedicure for literally 25 years of my life because I yeah, was so just insecure trauma. on my feet. Yeah. yeah. But love that for you. I'll have to look into that because I do – I mean, now that I am getting dip again, this shouldn't be an issue, but my natural nails are very brittle. So mm-hmm. I should try that if I ever go dipless at yeah. that point again. Yeah, I'm glad to have it. I feel like it's, it's a good yeah. thing to have in your, like, beauty, you know, regimen. Yeah, for sure. I don't know why it's called solar. Yeah. Literally no I'm like, idea. does it have the sun in it? <laughs> I don't know. Let me see if I can find anything on a quick search. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. But yeah, all the reviews are like really good. It has a 4.8 um, on. Wow. Yeah. And um, it says, treat yourself to the magical bottle that holds the power of gorgeous, healthy nails packed with jojoba oil and vitamin E. So, slay. Love it. Yeah. So, for my favorite, uh, after we went to SOA, we bopped on over to the seaport where they're having a heart jewelry pop-up through August. Uh, And you definitely talked about your heart necklace on the show. Yeah, I think I talked about it in the, like, summer must-haves episode. So, yeah, Heart is a brand that's based in Charleston, but they're doing – they're randomly, like super randomly doing a pop-up in Boston. And their whole thing is like charm necklaces, charm bracelets. Very like yeah. maximalist kind of vibe. Yeah. And they're really fun. And when Anya came back with her necklace, I was like, that is absolutely something I want to spend my money on. Take mm-hmm. me there, please. Uh, and we did. We went there. And I made a necklace. I did like whatever the most like basic – Chain. He's wanting to say heritage, but that's not it. It's something like that. Heirloom? Yeah. Heirloom, yeah. I think I, I did the heirloom 18 inch chain or whatever, like the shortest one is. I think it was like 18 inches. Um, and then I got four charms put on it. I got a little black heart. I it's all gold, by the way. I don't think did they have any silver options? No, was there was no gold? which yeah. kind of surprised me actually. Yeah. Um silver and I didn't like be out there. Yeah. I also didn't like that didn't register in my brain until i was just talking about it right now mm-hmm. um but yeah so this is all in gold uh, i believe it's gold filled jewelry filled or plated i'm not sure but yeah, yeah it's definitely high sure quality either. like you can wear it yeah um yeah you know a lot yeah but i got a little black heart charm i got a little libra pendant i got a little sun charm and then i got a z charm for zach and i sent zach a picture of it and i got so shy i was like i hope it's okay <laughs> you're like you just sent him the like, link to i want to wear his initial chain <laughs> yeah. i'm like listen i'm gonna call it what you want girly at the end of the day you should know <laughs> to expect this but i literally said to anya i was like because I, th- I do like the idea of like initial jewelry for like the person that you're dating like i think that's a cute concept but I said to Anya, I was like, I think it'd be good to get it on this because in case anything happens, I can just take that charm off and then I still have <laughs> a good necklace. Um, not to put that into the universe, but 
that if you're anxiously attached like me and worried about stuff like that, it's a good option. Uh, but yeah, I love her so much. I am ironically not wearing her right now. Well, but yeah, it's just a work from home day. So it checks out. Yeah. But I imagine she'll be my staple necklace. It's just so fun for choice. the summer. That's what I was saying. It's like fun. Yeah. It just adds so much to like a basic outfit. Like yesterday, I was just wearing like yeah. a tank and just to like have that on your neck and chest. It's like so pretty. Yeah. Um, what do I have? I have a Scorpio and A because I'm selfish and have my own initial. <laughs> um, a B. Um, an evil eye. What else? I have others. The Boston oh, I, one. A Boston one and then a uh, horseshoe for good luck. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's very fun. They have like – it's nice because they don't have like an overwhelming amount of charms I would say because I can yes. see that being kind of like paralyzing if you walked in and there were just like hundreds and you're like, oh, God. But they had like, I don't know, maybe Enough. like 50, maybe like yeah. 40. Um, yeah. So like you had selection but it wasn't like overwhelming. Yeah, um, for sure. And what else was like? Oh, we also, by the time this episode comes out, we will have given it to her. So we can say we got our friend oh, Anna nice. a bracelet that had the Boston charm because she's moving away. So I thought that would be a good yeah. homage. Yeah. Subtle. Because it's the Mayflower. Sure. So it's like yeah, subtle, cute. Yeah, it's really cute. But yeah. And you can shop online. And mm-hmm. we were saying, I'm pretty sure that if you like – you could assemble the necklace online and they would like put the charms on yeah. for you when they send it. Otherwise, like we could buy charms online and we would just have to figure out how to get them on the necklace. Grab a good old pair of pliers and go yeah. to town. <laughs> I think they would just send you the charm and like the loop kind of open and then you yeah. can attach it yourself. It shouldn't be too bad. But yeah, if you order it online, yeah. they'll assemble it for you. You can kind of do like the order you want in the notes. And then obviously if you're in Charleston, that's their permanent location. And if you're in Boston through end of August, you can go to their pop-up. So, yeah. Yep. All right. We're going to take a quick ad break and then we'll be back to talk about being in our villain eras, how you might enter yours. So stay tuned. Certainly. As you all know, we're both trying to work towards our wellness goals this year, and that's why we're excited to introduce Liquid IV as the sponsor of this episode. Liquid IV is the category-winning hydration brand fueling your well-being, and their hydration multiplier is the one product you're missing in your daily routine. In just one stick, you can get five essential vitamins and two times faster hydration than water alone. Use it first thing in the morning, before a workout, when you feel run down, after a long night out, and on long flights. We actually used Liquid IV when we were traveling in Europe last year, and it definitely helped us recover after some long nights out. Plus, it was super convenient packaging to keep in our suitcases and in our purses throughout the day. My personal favorite flavor is watermelon, but I'm excited to try the new strawberry lemonade flavor too. Liquid IV believes that equitable access to clean and abundant water is the foundation of a healthier world. Liquid IV partners with leading organizations for innovative solutions to help communities protect both their water and their futures. To date, Liquid IV has donated over 39 million servings in 50 plus countries around the world. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code TDH at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code TDH at liquidiv.com. All right, we're back. And uh, one observation that I learned about myself while we were scripting this episode is that I think I've mentally been spelling villain wrong my entire life because I've been spelling it V-I-L-L-I-A-N. And it's A-I-N. Oh. Villain. Villian. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Every time I wrote it, it was like autocorrecting. And I was like, wait a damn minute. Huh? <laughs> That's funny. I mean, you don't spell I mean, it that often. 
But yeah, that's true. It is also because it has all the I's and the L's. Like when you look at it, it just looks like my brain can't like decipher between the letters. Mm-hmm. Is that like a disorder? Should I be worried about that? Um, <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure. We can get into that another time. <laughs> yeah, like maybe let's unpack that after the call. Um, yeah, excellent, excellent. Another uh, word that I always mess up the order of letters in is Michael. Sorry to all the Michaels yes. out there. The end yes. of Michael, wrong. That's just and you you're all spelling what? it wrong. While we're at it, never, ever, ever, ever ask me to spell entrepreneur. Never, oh, never do that. I used to be bad never. at it, but now I have to for work, so I've got it. No, and I don't want to learn. If I'm being honest, I yeah, just, I'm I'm at peace knowing that I'll never be able to spell that right. <laughs> Restaurant's kind of hard too. It's all the French words. Yeah, yeah. What's up with the French? Yeah. Why they do that to us? Anyways, anyways, <laughs> uh, let's get into what the heck even is a villain era. Like we kind of said at the start of the episode, I feel like it's a very, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like punchy way to talk about like what it actually embodies like mm-hmm. it's not really about being a villain or like being intentionally malicious but it was popularized by a tiktoker their username is padzy day p-a-d-z-d-e-y i can almost guarantee that i pronounced that wrong but we'll have them below in the show notes uh, but yeah, so they popularized it, and the term villain era refers to a shift in a person's thinking as they renounce the pressure to strive for the validation of others. As this creator puts it, you're probably unknowingly entering your villain era right now. I think for a lot of us chronic people pleasers, our villain era is literally just us asserting our boundaries, you know, expressing and really communicating our needs and prioritizing ourselves often for the first time. At me. Yeah, <laughs> mic drop. Um, and I think it's important to emphasize that the villain era is not about like necessarily getting revenge in like the typical villain yeah. sense, but it's really just about being like fearless and unapologetic about cutting off the things that no longer serve you, whether that be people or habits or really anything. Um, and I saw this tweet that I thought was funny when we were researching and it says it's by Serena X Marie with a little strawberry. Love it. Um, although Twitter's dying. Everyone, are you on threads? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. This is definitely a tweet though. Um, it says, I hate the phrase, I've reached my villain era, but I guess it's catchier than I've reached the understanding that years of people pleasing was actually harmful to me. And that instead of worrying about whether or not people like me, I should decide if I like them era. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and slay. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think, you know, villain era should low-key be normal era. And I guess. Yeah. I realized it is kind of normal era for me most of the time, but that doesn't yeah. mean I don't sometimes, you know, lose sight yeah. of how to be a real villain. But in general, yeah, I I often am deciding how I feel about others instead of worrying how they feel about me. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Which I think makes us a great duo for this episode because it's a person mm. that knows how to embody the villain era and a person that so desperately needs to embody the villain era <laughs> for her own happiness and well-being. It's um, the Scorpio in me. What can I say? I've, I was yeah. born a villain. <laughs> you know what? And I wish I – my Libra ass wishes. I really do. My, my Scorpio rising has been sleeping on me. I want to mm. know what it's been doing. All it's been doing is making me wear black all of the time. So I came out the womb with work. a – trident yeah a trident even a villain should. thing what's a villain thing i thought trident uh, a okay. pitchfork a pitchfork yeah maybe yeah yeah 
Uh, I did also see, because your phone hears everything, right after we decided to do this episode, I saw a like slideshow on TikTok of different baby tees. And one of mm-hmm. them said, in my villain era, parentheses, I'm a woman saying no. <laughs> and I was <laughs> exactly. like, yeah, correct. <laughs> so like the original creator said, um, quote, you, uh, quote where? You're probably unknowingly <laughs> entering your villain era right now, end quote. So we wanted to talk about like the signs that you may have entered your villain era without even realizing, yeah. or if you're striving to enter your villain era, you're recognizing that this would be a nice change for you. We're going to talk about kind of, you know, the signs and symptoms of being a villain. Yeah, truly. <laughs> what your prognosis is, it's going to be great. Yeah. yeah. So sign number one is you've stopped trying to people please. And it's funny because- I do feel like growing up in dance, like we were surrounded by a lot of people that really were people pleasers. Like it's just kind of the nature of like the art, but I almost never really knew what people, I almost never really knew what people pleasing as a phrase like meant because I was like, what do you mean? So if you're like me, um, kind of just looking at like your, your tendencies and your patterns and kind of just starting to become aware of situations where you put someone else's needs above your own or, you know, you said it's really at work. You're like, oh, it's no big deal. I can get it done when in fact it is a big deal and you're going to be up all night getting it done. Yeah. Um, Just kind of reflecting on the underlying reasons for your behavior. Is it fear? Is it rejection? Is it a desire for validation? Not to, you know, call everyone out right away. But um, yeah, just kind of like I think a big part of trying to stop people pleasing is also understanding your own needs and like recognizing that your own needs have equal value. So taking the time to kind of identify those, asking yourself what really matters to you and what you want to prioritize. Um, And yeah, it's easier, easier said than done. I don't know if you want to add anything as the more resident people pleaser. I feel like the best example that I can think of is we talked about it in our like more recent uh, dance stories episode where our senior year Mm -hmm. we had a senior dance and a girl came in late to the dance. It was a whole like thing. And basically there was it, we were told that there was no way for her to have her own solo moment while we all had our own solo moment. So someone had to share and I ended up being the one to volunteer, even though Mm -hmm. I did not want to do that. Like obviously I wanted my own moment. Like I had worked my entire life to like get to that moment in a weird way. Um, But it's like not wanting to like, it's a weird dynamic of not wanting to cause like external harm in the sense of like upsetting someone, angering someone, causing like conflict. And then also like internally, like not wanting to be seen as someone that like, isn't kind, isn't like, willing to help others like it's that like constant battle in my head of like am I just speaking up for my own need in a reasonable way am I being mean or is this person going to be upset with me if I Mm. do this um which I think is where like a villain era can really help because it helps you sort of at the very least address those like two issues of like are you being mean and what do I do if this person is upset when I assert what I actually want to do? And it's kind Mm -hmm. of like when you're a people pleaser, you just don't even want to know the outcome of those two like consequences. So you just do what other people want regardless of what it is that you want. Mm -hmm. Hopefully that made 
even a lick of sense. Who knows? Yeah. Not me. Um, It feels like it's kind of just like really aggressively not wanting to like rock the boat for any reason yeah. ever. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, check. Correct. <laughs> uh, the next sign that you've entered your villain era is that you've learned the importance of saying no and communicating your boundaries. So first, learning to say no is – it's hard. Especially I feel like – I'm glad you brought up like the work setting. I feel like that's a place where a lot of people end up like taking on very people-pleasing tendencies because you like – want to put your best foot forward you want to like be seen as a team player you don't want to be seen as like lazy uh and so it's really hard to like say no to things or especially early on in your career at least that's been my experience uh but practicing saying no when you genuinely don't want to do something or when it doesn't align with your priorities or when it truly is not like possible for you to do without sacrificing your own like mental health insanity uh is it, practice makes perfect with this one. You, the more you say no, the less scary it gets. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, and remember that saying no does not make you selfish or mean. It's an essential part of setting boundaries and taking care of yourself, especially because nine out of 10 times, if you're a people pleaser and you're saying no, it's probably for a very reasonable thing. And there's probably 10 other reasonable things you could say no to that you said yes to. So you can take <laughs> the one no. Um, start with small requests, gradually work your way up to more significant commitments. And again, like I said, the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And as far as setting clear boundaries, establish them in your relationships, communicate them assertively, let others know when you're comfortable, what you're comfortable with and what you're not comfortable with, and be firm but respectful when enforcing your boundaries and don't be swayed by guilt or pressure. That's a sign that that's someone that should not be in your life if they are not willing to respect a boundary that you are putting forward, especially in the moment that you are setting said boundary. Um, I did see a very interesting TikTok of, oh my God, who was it? Are you going to say Jonah Some, Hill? Yes. Yeah. 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 The it word boundaries very reminded me of him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Where basically he like did like a whole like docu-series, I guess, on therapy. is like a huge advocate for therapy, which is great. But he essentially used what's called therapy speak to like manipulate it. his girlfriend. Yeah. Um, or like a potential partner. I don't know if they actually ended up dating. No, they dated, yeah. For like a while, I think. Yeah. But the key word here is like reasonable. You want to really like <laughs> take a moment, like look at your boundaries and really decide. I think like the point the therapist was bringing up was like, is this something that brings – you comfort or is it something that you just don't want someone to do and like Mm. kind of going like walking that line um I can link the TikTok because obviously I think he did a better job explaining it than I did but like obviously you cannot dictate what other people do what their behaviors are like and you should not like strive to uh what's the word I'm looking for control Mm -hmm. like who people hang out with, what they do in their free time, like all of that stuff. So just a side note of like, make sure that you're like actually taking a step back and thinking if I was the one receiving this boundary, would I consider this to be reasonable and like go from there? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think what made his situation particularly unreasonable, number one, he was just using the word boundary in like ways that are not the definition. But the boundary... (laughs) I'm going to get on a whole soapbox. The boundary was his literal pro-surfer girlfriend yeah. posting 
bathing suit photos on her social media yeah. as if that's not and her surfing whole career. With like I'm yeah. so sorry. Yeah, that was yeah. so messed up. And it's it like, sad I, like he's a, so like I liked him as an actor. I thought he was yeah like, same. I thought he was one of the good ones. And I'm like, well, shit, all men are bad. Yeah, yeah. So that's where like look at your if your boundary is like I don't want my boyfriend to talk to like any woman ever. Maybe take a step back and be like, hmm, is that a reasonable thing for me to ask? Or like if your boyfriend like has to travel a lot for work and your boundary is mm-hmm. like you should be home all the time. Like ask or partner. I shouldn't say boyfriend. I'm just speaking as a woman dating a man. But yeah, just like really look at your boundaries and make sure that they're respectful. And like I said, I'll link the TikTok below so that you can watch it because it's a good example of not healthy boundary setting and then good advice for actually setting healthy boundaries. Yeah. And I think going back to the work thing, I think in work settings, it's number one, like can be some of the hardest situations to say no in, but also number two, it might just not be an option. Like whatever you're being asked to do might just have to get done. And so I think an alternative to just being like, no, I can't do it in time is saying like, sure, I can get that done for you. What do you want me to reprioritize? <laughs> like, yeah, I can't yeah. I can't do that and all the other things I was going to do. I'm happy to refocus and do that. But what can go to the bottom of my list in turn? Like, you know, yeah. kind of trying to corporatize the whole situation. I think that that's like a reasonable yeah. way to do it. And then that's kind of yeah. like honestly managing up about your workload. And I think that's a good like precedent to set early on in your career. I'll yeah. get my soapbox, but I feel very yeah. strongly no, about that's that. that's good. That's a good um, point. The next sign that you are entering your villain era is that you've started putting yourself first and really reclaiming your free time to show up for yourself. So I think this means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. I once did a whole solo episode on solo dates. So if you're looking for like mm-hmm. more inspo on ways to like incorporate this in your life, you can go check that out from, I don't even know, a little while ago. Um, but you know, it goes beyond to some people, it might mean like self care, but it really goes beyond self care. It also includes just like in general, kind of getting your shit together, doing the life admin stuff that you need to do, um, just kind of like making sure that you're showing up for yourself. So I did see this concept um, on TikTok as well that was like a kill list. So make a list of all the things that you've been putting off doing that are giving you anxiety. Maybe it's that doctor's appointment, maybe it's paying that bill, maybe it's signing up for that credit card or booking that trip or whatever it might be. Um, and just tackle them and do it like yeah. fearlessly and check it off your list and just know that like the things that scare you are still possible. Um, yeah. and just like tackling these small tasks really helps you to learn how to trust yourself and recognize that if you make a promise to yourself, you can keep it. And I think it's interesting because later on we'll talk more about confidence, but I saw in an article that was saying that basically you keeping promises to yourself repeatedly is what makes you confident and I was like yeah I never like correlated those things before but yeah it's definitely makes sense so yeah it's interesting my the like owner of my company gave like a really interesting it was more of like a pep morale speech that he was giving but he was talking about his daughter that's in high school and he was saying to her he was like you are Like, when I think of you, I think of you as someone that has the absolute best intentions of anyone that I know. Like, you want to do everything right. Like, you know what your life should look like based on your goals. You, like, try your best to map that out. He was like, where sometimes I feel like you fall short is the follow through. Mm -hmm. So, you'll say that you're going to go to the gym before school, but then when your alarm goes off, you snooze it. 
or you say that you're going to clean your room before the weekend and you hang out with your friends, but then something else calls your attention and you tell yourself you'll just do it on Monday. Mm -hmm. And like his whole point was kind of like, we all have the capability to like set really good intentions, but like the real magic doesn't happen until there's that continuous follow through. Like Mm -hmm. it's great that you know how to like set good intentions and that you have good intentions. Like not everyone has that. Um, But yeah, so I and I've heard that, you know, doing that builds up your confidence as well. So it's very important. And it's because it's like, oh, look at me like. Not only do I have the good intentions, but I also actually went and did the damn thing, you know? Yeah. And it can be, like, again, start small. Like, it could just be, like, I'm going to clean my room every night before bed. Like, whatever got, like, you know, thrown about throughout the day, I'm going to tidy it before bed. And that's, like, a 10-minute task and start from there. Maybe you do that for a month and then you just, like, build and build and build. But that's still making a promise to yourself and keeping it. So, yeah, it's very interesting. Um, my next one, (laughs) this one's a silly goofy one, but it's that your aesthetics match your newfound confidence. So again, we'll get into confidence a little bit later, but with this, I'm just talking about if you're the type of person that likes to curate a vibe to match the life chapter that you're in, uh, this is a safe space to do that. Mm -hmm. Make a playlist of songs that make you feel cool and confident and sexy and independent or whatever emotion and feeling you're trying to embody in this moment dress however the fuck you want like this is we're talking about like not being a people pleaser not caring what other people Mm -hmm. think like that also translates into how you just like physically present yourself in the world um and so this is the time like if you've always wanted to dress like a coastal granddaughter but you live in kentucky and that's not really the vibe who cares if that's what you want to do do it like live your fantasy live your life dress how you but in the clothes that make you feel like your best self, because if you feel good, you are just more likely to have a good day, I think. When you look good, yeah. you feel good. And when you feel good, you are good. And that's what I have to say about that. <laughs> Mic drop. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was glad you had the coastal grandmother example, because what I was going to say is I feel like a lot of times the main thing that I'll hear about like – appearances and like not being able to fully dress the way you want is people will say like oh like I really want to have this aesthetic or like be this fashionable but I live here and it's like you know sometimes I'll hear it about Boston and it's like yeah like I want to dress like I live in New York but I live in Boston it's like well someone's got to start it like (laughs) what do you you know like or you know if you've always wanted to have a certain hair color but you're not sure if the people around you will think it looks good in this moment you have to say who cares I know it'll look good you know yeah Heck, that's what I did turning blonde. No no wonder my life got so much better when I turned blonde. Did people tell you not to? Yeah. Oh. I had multiple people tell me that I would look bad with blonde hair. And they were lying. They were big, filthy liars. So they were the villains. To them. Yeah. Um, our next sign that you're entering your villain era is that you feel no shame, no self-doubt, asking for what you want and existing without guilt. Um, we have an episode, it's not exactly the same topic, but we have an episode all about like negotiating and like how to get the things that you want in life, which I feel like is kind of tangential to this one. So if that like piques your interest, go check out that episode. It's all about like having no shame asking for what you want. Um, but when it comes to like self-doubt and stuff, it's important to examine the underlying beliefs that contribute to your feelings of self-doubt 
and really question whether those beliefs are rooted in reality or if they're rooted in kind of irrational fears or societal expectations. And just kind of recognizing that like you are a full human here on this earth. You have the right to ask for what you want. You have the right to exist without guilt. Your guilt is not serving anyone or making anything easier or better. I think that's like similar to the revelation that I had specifically with like worrying. Like I never really felt like I was a, I don't have a lot of just like guilt in general for existing, but I do just like, I always felt like someone has to worry. So like if you're in the mentality of like, well, someone has to be guilty. It's like, why? Yeah, they don't. Everyone can exist without guilt and they should. And so should you. (laughs) Yeah. So true. Uh, The next one is feel confident in who you are. So we've kind of like alluded to this, but obviously like Anya was saying, building self-confidence really starts with keeping promises to yourself. Um, And then also celebrating your small victories. So like acknowledging the progress that you've made uh, in any of like the things that we've talked about so far in the episode and anything we'll get to. uh, Asserting yourself, setting those boundaries, recognizing that this like change makes time it's or takes time not makes time uh it's called an era for a reason like it's not called Mm -hmm. the villain day because it's not Mm going to get done in a day uh but if you can you know recognize the little progress that you make over a period of time and acknowledge those small steps and like realize that they count then that just that feels good it builds your confidence especially if you're like interweaving everything else that we're talking about here and you come out on the other side the baddest bitch around dare i say and villains are nothing if not confident. I can't think of an unconfident it's, villain. It's so true. Maybe it's like Doofenshmirtz. <laughs> yeah, but that's not the type of villain we're trying to <laughs> to go for here. We're going yeah. for like a Ursula, you know? Yeah, like That's yeah, what yeah. I'm going for. Maleficent vibes, yeah. Yeah, certainly. That's mm-hmm. a great example. The next sign is just kind of knowing that you might lose people in the process and being okay with that. And I think – you know, we say this for two reasons. One, because you might take inventory of your life and your relationships and decide that someone doesn't necessarily like uplift you, that they actually drain you and that they don't really have a place in this new era of yours. So that's number one. Number two is that you may choose to keep someone around, but if you're not like exhibiting the same people pleasing tendencies that you did before, they might not tolerate the new you. And you need to be fine with that and recognize that that's still the right choice for you, even if you don't have the same, I guess, friendship dynamics that you had in the past. Um, And even just like, I feel like you could even, you know, depending how close you are with someone, but like you could even be explicit about this and just be like, listen, I'm entering my villain era. I'm like really working on prioritizing my own needs and stuff. So like if I'm not, you know, maybe as available as I used to be, it doesn't mean that I don't value our friendship and stuff. It just means that I'm really trying to like work on myself and make sure that I'm in the right place and and that kind of thing. And I think if someone's a good friend, they'll be receptive to that. And if they're an acquaintance, it's none of their business anyway. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, certainly. I also think that with this one, this is the one that like I'm grappling with the most. Number one, because I think I I am like a loyal person to a fault. Like I will make Mm -hmm. excuses for people even when it's very obvious that I should not be making excuses for them anymore type of vibe. Uh, and also I think an important thing that I don't really see talked about a lot is while you are like taking stock of your relationships, figuring out what like fits and what doesn't with your like newfound goals, um, also taking stock of 
where you might be taking advantage of other people pleasers in your life because mm-hmm. odds are you're not the only people pleaser in your life and I think it's important that if you're going to walk the walk you talk the talk like mm-hmm. recognize where you may be overstepping boundaries that someone in your life may not be ready to like set with you and figure out a way number one to like take accountability for that and also like empower that friend to like join you in this boundary setting I think can be really powerful uh but yeah I feel like people aren't like villain eras from what I've seen on social media it's very much about like people please just shaking about their back their power and I think that's really important but don't like lose sight of like that level of accountability because I'm sure like every single person in life has overstepped a boundary at some point like we're human beings it's not most of us aren't doing it intentionally um and I think most people even when you're setting boundaries like there is grace of like you know what I mean? Like if I set a boundary with Anya and she crossed it, you know, six months from now, but like didn't even realize she was crossing it or didn't mean to cross it. Like I'm not just going to be like, bye, like gone. Mm-hmm. If it was a repeated offense, then okay, maybe we would, you know, reassess. But I think that's just a, a note that I wanted to make because I just don't see it talked about a lot. But we're not saying like, to absolve yourself of accountability. <laughs> yeah. Like just because you have reclaimed your people pleasing tendencies doesn't mean you get to take advantage of the people that haven't yet kind of thing yes exactly exactly and we want an army Uh, of villains here so gather all your people pleasing friends (laughs) and it's like a very yeah it's like a (laughs) as a people pleaser it's like an exciting concept and it's like you should be wanting to like uplift the people that you know are kind of in the same Mm -hmm. boat as you rather than you know take advantage or like redirect that people pleasing energy (laughs) towards them uh and then the last thing that we have is to indulge in all of your interests and embrace the cringe if you're doing that you're in your villain era if you want to be in your villain era you should do it uh but again i think like the biggest like takeaway from this is that we are no longer caring what other people think about us um we are only focusing on ourselves and doing what feels good to us within reason Uh, And this implies to things that you have interest in, the hobbies that you've always wanted to try, like no matter what it is, if you want to post a YouTube video, post a YouTube video. If you want to sing karaoke at a bar, like sing karaoke at the bar. Do whatever you want to do as long as you're not harming anyone anyone else or yourself. It's a good hobby. Who cares if people cringe at it? Life's too short. You got to do what you love. Um, So put yourself out there. Feel the fear. Do it anyways. And nine out of ten times you're glad you did because you either get like a newfound like hobby and thing that you stick with for a while or you learn that something that you've always wanted to try just isn't for you and that sounds like a win-win to me Mm -hmm. yeah i like the phrase embrace the cringe i feel like that could be honestly its whole own episode at some point yeah yeah for sure we're too life is so short like who cares if someone cringes at you unless you're doing a ukulele apology video then in you which case care. we're all cringing at you yeah yeah you should absolutely <laughs> care about that but that's not what we're telling you to do we're telling you that if you want to take up underwater basket weaving who cares do it wow that sounds great that's a I'll niche come. one have you been thinking yeah. about it i actually when i was doing research for this episode i saw that was an example that was given <laughs> <laughs> which is underwater basket weaving a real thing because I feel I like it's the example that so. people give. Really? Like, I think it's like a, uh, a throwaway, like, like, like a turn of phrase of like, okay, yeah, just yeah. an example of something like ridiculous that it's like, yeah. it doesn't matter how ridiculous it is. If you want to do it, you should do it anyways. I think that's okay. what it is. But if underwater ba- basket weaving is a real thing. I mean, Good no. for you guys. Yeah. I'll try it. Yeah. 
All right. Well, are you a villain yet? And if so, which one? Let us know. Yeah. <laughs> we'll leave a BuzzFeed quiz. That's like, what? <laughs> yeah, which one are you? <laughs> I can't even think of that many examples right now. Like, well, there's Disney like villains. Maleficent, Ursula, Jafar from Aladdin. Mm-hmm. There's Captain Hook. Um, Who's the villain in like Frozen? Is it uh, Hans? Hans. Hans. Yeah. Okay. What about the second one? But he's that's what a lame villain. <laughs> such a yeah, lame true. villain to be. Um, the second one, or who's the villain in Moana? There like isn't really one, right? No, I it's guess just like the, Tafiki. Yeah, it's just like the plague on the island. Anyway, we won't. Yeah. <laughs> we won't bore you. Can you imagine um, you take a quiz and it's like <laughs> you are the plague on the island? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because doesn't the whole island get like a disease or something? Like, doesn't yeah. all the plants die? Yeah. The coconuts. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll leave it at that. Yeah. Water your coconuts, people. Keep them healthy. Yeah. And, yeah. and sharpen your pitchforks. <laughs> yep. And you That's know what to it. do. You can follow us on Instagram. You can leave us comments in our anonymous suggestion box. Maybe some love notes. Maybe words yeah. of affirmation, gifts, you know, yeah. secrets, confessions. You know the vibes. Yeah. Um, And we will be back next week as we always are. So yeah. stay tuned. So true. Is next week your solo episode? No, that's a lie. Mm. Week after. Mm, let's see. Teaser. Yeah, teaser. No, not not quite yet, but soon. Yeah. All right. Soon enough, you won't have to hear from me. I'll be too busy villaining. <laughs> they're all like, thank God. <laughs> Finally, this girl's – yeah, they're like, we're setting a boundary with Kylie. We want her off the show. <laughs> Voted yeah. off the island. Yeah, literally. Anyways, talk to you guys next Tuesday. <laughs> Bye.